0: welcome to another episode of decided heart conversations with me hillary and my beautiful wonderful amazing friend and co-host sonia and today we are having a true full circle moment because we have our guest on for episode 22 jen buzza who actually introduced the two of us (laughs) so without jen this podcast would not be we were sitting in one of her classes which is for WE Academy, Work Elevation Academy at Hub 101 and connected right away. And from there, we've had so many fun projects, including this that we've worked on together and a a deeper friendship. And that is what Jen is so good at fostering and doing in her life for over two decades. She has worked as an entrepreneur and then helping entrepreneurs to sort of heal the Misconceptions, the myths, the agony that can come into being part of their business life and helping them live a more fulfilled life of service, bringing their true gifts to the forefront. And she connects people in a way that is so unique, like no one else I've ever seen, and truly leaves people so much better than she finds them every class i take with her every time i have an experience with her she's a deep thinker who connects and believes in our shared humanity and that we are so much stronger together so when we were thinking about we're hearing from our clients and and from the people around us how overwhelmed they are right now where whether they're an entrepreneur or whether they're just, not just, but someone who was working outside the home and now they're inside the home for COVID and and, and who knows when we'll be back. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling like productivity is all over the board and we have kids and we have, and do I even wanna do this job anymore? And why am I doing this? And they're speaking your language. This is what you help with so much, Jen. So we could think of no better expert to have on and say, help us, help us start to unpack. How can we change from feeling overwhelmed as we're trying to move things forward in our work life and our home life to shifting and making a more productive, fulfilling environment for work?
1: Fantastic. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you both very, very much. And that introduction, wow, I just want to meet myself. <laughs> that was so wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's, um, it's such a, Well, I mean, just to go straight to that fulfilling, right? It is so fulfilling to hear you speak and to be with the two of you and to know the full circle moment and to be a part of it. And it's, it's an honor. So, and I hear you and I hear your clients. It is overwhelming. Generally in my 42 years, in my experience of being a human, um, life is overwhelming. We make it overwhelming. Right, And we kind of had gotten into some really good grooves. We at least knew what we knew, right? And then life has provided us with this amazing opportunity to shake it all up. And if you thought, oh, it's just gonna be like a little while, no, it's not gonna be a little while. So yeah, I hear you and I, and I can totally understand why you, the people in your circle your clients and whatnot are saying, you know, I can't, I'm not productive. I'm not this because we'd had some patterns. We had established some routines and they've all changed. And we're in this mass process of changing, like you said, not just where or how you work, right? Possibly if you even work, right? Um, we're changing how and where you, you school your children, <laughs> which is a big deal, right? Yeah. I mean, who would have thought, right? Like that they wouldn't go to school, you know? Um, changing the, the way you move your body, changing how you order and eat food, changing all this. I mean, so this is like just the biggest opportunity most likely of my lifetime to reassess everything. And what I love about destruction or, or reassessing is that we get to like let it all crumble and then look around and figure out what we want to rebuild for ourselves. What's mine? I like, guess this is the best, best time to look and go, you know, I never liked being in an office or I never liked this type of work or, you know what? I mean, it's a little tough, but I like my kids being around a little bit more, right? Or, you know, shopping online for my food is actually quite a nice experience, right? So we get to rebuild um, piece by piece with with such amazing openness and availability because the world has provided that for us um, and, and maybe forced us, right? So in, in just, you know, on this idea, you guys of being an entrepreneur or entrepreneur or independent thinker, or somebody who's, who's happy, happy with their job. And they're just trying to figure out the day to day. Um, There's a, a couple things, additional things I'd like to say. It's overwhelming. Yes. It's hard. Yeah. It's huge. Right. And even before all the shaking up, I'm just a firm, firm, firm believer in change your environment, don't change yourself. And I know that that goes against a lot of what motivational speakers will say. You know, you just change your habits little by little. And I'm not saying I'm against changing some habits or looking at them, but I'm just saying like you all, each one of you, yes, the person sitting there going, not me, you all are absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely amazing stunning, phenomenal human beings, living and breathing your gift every day, at least to some extent. And what I find happens is that we have this really bright side and then we have the shadow of the bright side, right? And we focus on that. We focus on that because it's how our brains are hardwired, right? It's the neuroscience, look for the problem, look for the problem, survive. It's why our amygdala will respond six times, at least six times greater to a snake than a flower. Because we want to survive. A flower generally has never attacked us, right? So, this is where all of this, I guess, is what I want to say from my perspective and my understanding of human beings and my experience working with thousands of companies, literally thousands of entrepreneurs and founders. My experience is that we think there's something wrong with us, right? And now everything's gotten shaken up, and we're like, well, now. I mean, the, the productivity methods I'd figured out to some extent before they're gone, right? So when it comes to this idea, Hillary and Sonia, around like, how do we do this? How do we work from a home or from a different scenario, right, how do we how do we live our lives this way and make them fulfilling, even more fulfilling, productive, even more productive, right? Like this is our opportunity now, right? And yes, you know, before I go too far into this, um, I love the memes out there that of what people are saying, like, if you, well, if you haven't written a book right now, then it was never a time issue. Not true. Just not true. Like all of that guilt and shame that people are putting out there, like, let it go. Right. Like, just, let's just let that stuff go. Um, so changing your environment, not changing who you are. And then right? from- and how do we do that? Yeah. yeah I just want to chime in because I think yeah. that are
2: offering something really incredible. And that's the first step of just your, um, your perception of it so you've just turned everything that we've been woed about into uh, the word opportunity i have to introduce everyone who's listening and speaker uh listening or watching is that you can you are and you consider yourself a visionary and i think again that's a change of word where it's like well mm. i'm an opp- uh, entrepreneur well no i'm a visionary because i see things outside the box i have to read this because it sets the tone and why you have become the glue between um hillary and i is of your purpose so you say your purpose is to heal the structural the structural wound of entrepreneurship and to slay the imaginary dragons of entrepreneurs and you can define entrepreneurs of anyone that has a purpose that they need to get through day to day but for me that just can totally supports your whole first notion Uh, wait i don't have to change myself but what's the environment where are the dragons at and i just I thank you for releasing that whole imagery because truly, because you are the visionary, you've kind of broken these glass ceilings of what I thought was mm. supposed to be. So, yes. um, so yeah, so that goes into what our our next. So once we do that, yeah, then <laughs> what do we do?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so what are some of the, like the tricks? What are some of the um, the ways of doing this? Absolutely whatever has worked for you in the past, try to find the aspects of it that can work again. I mean, it might be something like you went to the office and you listened to classical music, play classical music, right? It might be that you had a sign on your door or a signal to other people that you, when you weren't to be interrupted, get a sign, get a signal. It might be that, you know, you work really, really well in the morning. You're clear in the morning, right? And you're not clear after lunch work on the hardest things in the morning um it might be that you used to have a system either set up for you or that you had set up of accountability (laughs) that's one of the biggest things that entrepreneurs have always faced and visionaries have always faced is because when you come to when i came to realize that there is no box right think inside the box think outside there's no box right someone just told me there was a box right and then you look around and, and like this beauty and freedom of like I don't have a boss, I don't want a boss, right? And then you go around and then now people who, who are working from home, it's like, yeah, you definitely don't have anybody walking around watching you, right? So all of us have this opportunity to go, oh, well, my time's my own. And I you know, I love hate, ooh, I don't know if I should even say this quote, but the, if you give a man enough rope, he'll hang himself, right? So this notion of like, we now have all this freedom around our work um, and maybe we've had it for a long time. The notion being, let's create some structure that works for you. Start where you're strong. Start with what's worked in the past. Each person's going to have a slightly different take on this. I bring my food and my coffee into my office so that I don't have to be going out and getting it. And I don't let that be my procrastination, Mm -hmm. right? I have a heater. I have a fan. You know, I have all this stuff so that I am like, when I'm like, oh, this is hard. And my brain goes, don't do it. Don't do it. Do something else i go oh no i'm okay I got. i'm okay i got everything i need um so changing your environment um whether that's putting a plant that you like so that you you know you're not just staring at a blank wall um whether that's putting a sign on your door um, and here's the thing ladies this is what i have found when you talk to somebody for about three minutes and you ask them these questions at first it's a little bit like i'm not too sure right and then you ask them a- another question like Well, I mean, like when you were in college or high school and you were studying, what did you do or what did, and then they'll go, oh, right. Well, I'd get a big thing of coffee. I'd put on my headphones and you're like, let's start there. Right. So just take a moment, I guess, is what I would say. And like maybe whiteboard it or just take a blank piece of paper. And what has worked for you in the past? Where are you strong? Um, you know, moving right into like, where, where do you hit flow? right? And this is a bigger conversation, but can you make your whole career around where you hit flow? Like that's right. That is an amazing thing. Um, but I also find that human beings really are tribal. We really are communal and we really do. We can love ourselves a lot and respect ourselves a lot and respect our own vision and mission and continuously not show up for ourselves. Mm -hmm right? We can continuously set the calendar date. I'm going to work on my business from eight to 10 PM every Tuesday. And we can continuously not show up. Right? So what I do is I make an appointment with another human being because I will always show up for the other human being. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that I don't show up for myself in other ways, but when it comes to the tough stuff of like working on my business, <laughs> right of being super productive of utilizing the time that I know is like my best calculation time right my best productivity I will literally look at my calendar go oh great I'm working on my business and now I'm going to go grocery shopping and I'm going to go and the the grass needs to be watered and I'm going to and then yeah and with all love for myself and still not show up right so I make an appointment with another human being and I pay them because that adds another element of accountability. I pay them to show up and I pay them to watch me work and to help me stay accountable and to companion and accompany me through my to-do list. It's so, one of the easy things to do.
0: I know. And I have to, so piggybacking on this, I, I have two two thoughts that I want to just bring to the forefront. One is, and boy, this is a whole nother, let's put a pin in this other discussion as well. We've heard flow. We've heard, I've got like 10 ideas now in conversations, just, which is always what happens with you because you're such a wonderful deep thinker. I love that. But, but two things, one is that only 7% of the population are entrepreneurs and, and, and there's a reason because it's hard. It's yes. hard, and which is why it is so important to and and you're talking. I mean, there's three of them on right now, three entrepreneurs. Yes. It is not easy, and that tribal communal aspect again is something you are so good at recognizing. That sense of that need to belong, and mm. that is why we show up for We Academy. Which, if people are interested in that, they can look up Pub One Hundred and One. We can add those details in. If you are an entrepreneur out there, it's why you have Boost, which is again a mastermind for entrepreneurs and and so helpful in holding that accountability to ourselves. But it also was what, I, and I have a session right after this, was what helped you springboard into a new business that you are working on called Work Sitter, that was born mm-hmm. out of this pain we're talking about today can you tell us about that
1: yes yes I can tell you about this because I'm very I'm very excited about it because um again I you know I have a master's degree in in non management which is like business and management but you just don't keep the profit right and I've been working with people for oh gosh I don't know what would it be well over two decades I don't know that number I, mean, I kept finding this reoccurring theme, and this is not only for entrepreneurs, and I want to I be very clear. My sweet spot is entrepreneurs. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. I, I relate really well, and so just a quick side note, and hopefully I'll be able to remember to get back, um, but is that I do think the face of entrepreneurship is changing, especially with people be having more freedom, right? I think that the times are changing. I think that Um, this value on freedom of movement and space is, is becoming more of a currency, right? I think the security of a, of a retirement plan and a, and a set paycheck, the, the value of it is decreasing and the value of life experience and how today is, is increasing, right? I, I do think that. So, so I, and I, and I definitely, like I said, I definitely have a sweet, A soft spot for entrepreneurs, but but really, this is at this point in in humanity. I really feel this is for anybody. Period. But working, um, trying to find some daily joy. The retirement culture is gone. I'm not saying don't plan for it, but living for it, it's gone. It's gone with the next generation. It's not even going to be existent for my kids. Like living for just the future is gone. So back to work sitter. I have been using a work sitter, which is a focus trainer. It is a friend, a companion to sit with you and help you feel great about getting your work done, help your productivity go off the charts, right? Um, I've been doing that for over seven years because I just realized that I was not going to do it for myself, right? And I realized that if I do this three or five times a week, which is what I do, you can start with one hour. Um, but what I do is a minimum of three hours a week and I pay someone $10 an hour. And it's the best money I spend because I leave that meeting, two things. I leave the meeting knowing I got it all done and I'm so unbelievably proud of myself, right? Two, I live with a good sensation of like, I really, really like, this is really enjoyable to be with another person. And three, and this is the byproduct that doesn't happen for a few weeks, but we see it over and over again. You actually start to change the way you work, you start to put stuff on the list of, oh, I'm gonna do this with my work sitter. I'm gonna do this with my focus trainer. Oh, I'm gonna save this one for then. I wanna be put under a 10 minute time limit, like get this done. Otherwise I'll sit here all day and and fuss around it, right? And, And I've gotten so many testimonials and messages from people that have just been so lovely of, Jen, I actually started to enjoy my evenings because I wasn't sitting there worrying like, oh, I have this to do and I'm not going to get it done. Oh my gosh, I'm going to probably put this on my to-do list and it'll be there for three weeks and I'll still not get it done. That's the the emotional weight of to-dos that we postpone, right? Um, I no longer have to worry about procrastinating because I have it all scheduled. Like it's all there for me and I'm going to show up because there's another human being there. Um, so I really do feel that this is one of my greatest contributions. Um, And because I know, I don't want, hmm, there's a, there is a a benefit in not feeling great, right? It gets you, hopefully, the goal is to get you to change, right? But I want people to feel great. (laughs) I want them to feel great about themselves. Great, greatness also spirals itself, right? Um, So I, that I have found that working with a work sitter, working with a VA, Um, is the most amazing way to feel good about yourself. And then you start to scale not only your time, not only your money and your business, but you scale your joy. You're more joyful. You're happier with yourself because you're not putting this, oh, I should, oh, I should, oh, everybody else can do it. Oh, I saw on Instagram, they just wrote a book. Oh, I just, I don't know. I sit here and I just don't even know where to start. Yep, you and everybody else, right? And how do we, instead of sitting every day going, I'm going to change this, I'm going to change this, tomorrow will be better, tomorrow I'm going to do it. Just don't. <laughs> don't tell yourself that. Just find a different solution to, to get moving, right? Well, and then um, um, for work center,
2: yeah. it's not just for entrepreneurs. I mean, could this be for, say, full-time parents at home? They're part of the PTSA. They have to plan. They're the team Absolutely. manager. They, you know, they have nonprofit work. So it really could be anyone that has this this thing, the checklist can show up at WorkSitter and say, this is my goal for today. Is that for
1: anybody? Oh, absolutely. And if I were to show you guys my WorkSitter agendas, which every time you get into WorkSitter session, the first thing to do is to set what you're gonna do, right? Um, So you go, okay, this is what, and I check my one, two, three, four different um, to-do lists that I jot stuff down and I put like, oh yes, I wanna do this now, I wanna do this now. Um, And a lot of it's personal stuff. A lot of it's like, I've got to call the doctor back. I've got to, you know, renew the passport. Like I'm going to spend 10 minutes filling in this application. It's definitely not all traditional work stuff. I do feel that work-life balance is a myth, right? We, We don't like, I don't walk into my office and I stop being a mom. I stop being a daughter. I stop being a sister. I stop being a friend. No, no, I'm still all of those things. And when I walk out of my office, I'm not, now not a worker. I'm not, now not an entrepreneur. I'm not, you know, like, and I get the concept of work-life balance, but I think it's an old concept that doesn't apply anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, fulfillment from both is, is I believe a very healthy recipe, right? Does it always have to balance out 50-50? Absolutely not. So um, absolutely, it can be this notion. And you guys, if you don't wanna pay for it, you can get an accountability buddy, right? My experience with accountability buddies is that you miss one, shoot! Oh man, I was counting on that, right? And then next week comes. Yeah, it happens. It happens for so all of us. Laughing at each other because
0: we did have one, and then we were busy the next week, and yep. then we were busy the next. Well, and here's been- a well, here's the yep. thing, because so, and I'm I'm hearing you because I think when you said pay, you know,
2: I think some people might say pay for accountability partner. What? So here's the thing, people. Hillary and I said let's be an accountability partner to each other for marketing because marketing was really always like the last of our list. We didn't enjoy, we mm-hmm. enjoyed it the least. And our first meeting, Hillary was like, this is amazing. This mm-hmm. is so productive. We had our list. So what you said, Jen, like I'm going to, I'm going to save this for Hillary. I'm going to save this for my time with Hillary. And so I had this list. Then this following week was, oh my God, schedule's so busy. Can we just text each other our accountability goal for today? Third time, is, it's just kind of, didn't it just fizzled out because it was the least yeah. that we enjoyed we got too busy and I think there is something to be said where you invest in that maybe I have to pay you Hillary
0: well it's- we pay each other right well that's oh. what Jen our our friend our mutual friend to all of us Leslie who's been on the show as well I uh, can I just to say it I love this she says we pay to pay attention yes and, and it's so true because we are so distracted and I find that I mean the same thing that you're talking about I make these lists now and I go I'm going to save this for here because it will take me 3 hours to do it because I'll be avoiding it but if Frederick is watching me then I'm going to have it done this fast because yep. he's he's waiting and it's up on my screen and he can yep. tell like I can't go do so- I mean I can go do yep. social media but he'll be like um
1: What's happening over there?
0: What's going on there? And
1: I'm not giving yeah. up to
0: go get, you know, uh, my kids snacks or. Yep.
1: Yeah. So and, the, and, and I do, I just, and this is why I really do feel that this is a gift. And, you, and, and I know that it, that might sound a little, I don't know what the word would be, but um, because you're paying for it. Right. But this notion that there, I think there's just some, it's $10, which I know is a lot to some people, but not to a lot of people. To feel good about yourself to be productive i mean look at therapy costs right um so i just want to throw this out there that it's it's this gift to yourself right of, of being able to get be productive feel good about yourself and get stuff done right the reason that it costs money is well somebody else is there it's their time right but the bigger reason is, is it does trigger us to show up it is on our calendar there is a link to be there someone is going to be looking at you they are going to see your screen one or the other or both. Right. Um, and, and it's like, oh, it's, it gets filed in your head closer to important than, oh, sometime, oh, I can push them off. Oh, this. And you know what? It, we set it up to where if you don't show up, you still pay. And we Ooh. did that because a it's the other person's time, but really the most important thing about it is that we don't want you to be like, Oh, I have to cancel tomorrow. You can cancel, but you have to cancel a week in advance. So it has to be like, I've got, you know, this big thing coming up and I need to cancel it. But other than that, you're paying for it anyway. So you might as well show up and it's $10. Like that was the point. The point is not that it's like, you know, $50 for the hour. And one last thing I want to say really quickly, I like to think of this in the way that there is a difference and a beauty in having a friendship. And come in together as accountability buddies or as friends and I talk and you talk and you listen and we talk to, and that's the beauty. And there is a reason also why coaches and mental health professionals are paid a lot of money and highly requested, respected because I come in, it's about me. Mm-hmm. The therapist isn't you know, telling me about her day or going through this and neither is a work sitter. They're not going to say, well, after this, I've got 12 things to do and, oh, I didn't get my account. Of it. no, it's all about you. It's all about you, your productivity and getting stuff done. And you pay for that. Yeah, I love it. So
2: I think, I mean, we all think we have our routine established at home and it just may be mm-hmm. a chaotic mess, that we're just kind of used to it. And just to kind of um, summarize some of the things we say, okay, when we continue to work at home, what are the things that we should be thinking about, you know, change the environment. Don't mm-hmm. change yourself. And mm-hmm. you're thinking, you're talking about ways that we, you know, like mimic some of the symbols that we have that we're used to yes. mimic the routine. Yes. Uh, the good habits. I'm really yes. focus on, and that was number two. Like mimic the routine on what you're strong at. I yes, think that's really powerful. I love crush the box. I just said crush the box. What a great opportunity to say, well, this is the box that I was in. Well, let's not have it. And what happens? Yeah. I yeah. also love um, to find the accountability tribe. So if we somehow we can think about these things and how we're utilizing it in our daily lives and practices at home, if it doesn't seem to be working out, you have a challenge for us, right? So if it doesn't yes. be working
1: out, what should we do? What's our challenge? All right. And there's no risk in this challenge, right? There's no risk. There's only gain. The only thing you might lose is a little bit of hope if you don't show up, right? Okay. But if you're going to show up, your first session with WorkSitter is free here's what you can do straight up make an appointment show up for it learn get your work done learn the style and steal it if you want i don't care if you take it and pay somebody else to do it like i really don't what i really want is for people to be like i feel good about my life and i'm getting stuff done and this, it's a worksheet you guys there's a there's a spreadsheet and yes you know, Gabby's people, Gabby's the, the main founder and she's, she's uh, based in Argentina and absolutely phenomenal. Um, yes, she's put a lot into it and invested, but really her core of her heart and definitely the core of my heart is we just want a better life for people. We want people to stop beating themselves up. So you've got nothing to lose. Now, if you go and you try it and you like it and you then try to do it somewhere else or what's that, and it doesn't work, come back, come back, give yourself that gift. Mm-hmm. And not only yourself, give, your, give the world the gift of who you are. Clear out the head trash. Clear out all the stuff that isn't yours. All of the shoulds, they're not yours. Mm-hmm. Somebody taught you that you should be productive, that you should get up at 4.30, that you, that you should run every day, that you should, you should, you should. What works for you? How can you show up? And how can you build the support around you? to be who you are and not keep trying to live up to somebody else's expectations.
0: I feel like that is, I mean, there's sort of just a mic drop right there. I, I love that. We are so grateful to you because I do think that for those, hopefully that are watching our, our listeners, our viewers, you can see, or you can hear the authenticity and you don't hide behind, let me tell you the formal things behind, you are truly here for people. Mm -hmm. And so we need to be here for ourselves as well. Mm. And that's the big challenge I see. This is your way of changing the world. I think one person at a time, one healed, mindset at a time mm. and we need this right now we need we need to show up as our best selves because the world needs us to show up as absolutely. our best self right now so let's help each other and we want to thank you so much Jen for all you pour into us for all you pour into other people and for these opportunities now for everyone that's listening and, and beyond that as well you do absolutely teach us and live a a, a in a way that helps us to, to know um, how we can serve one another more Mm. fully and and better. So thank you so much for your time today. And we look forward to our next conversation. I hope everybody comes back and keeps coming back for these Decided Heart conversations.
1: Thank you both so much. And thank you for providing this platform for me and for people and, and right back at you, Hillary, with everything you just said. I, I, I am here on this planet to be inspired and to be inspiring. And thank you for providing that.